for those of you who watch the real version of these cold opens over on Facebook and Instagram at My Seminary Life Pod, you have probably noticed that the last few episodes have been kind of different working environments. Actually, this one is not even a desk. This is I'm holding the microphone. You can literally see me holding the microphone. The audio is going to be real bad on this one. And the desk is a big Tupperware container of Christmas decorations and a box of baby clothes that are too small for my kid. Welcome back to My Seminary Life. I'm your host, Brandon Knight. And today is the next episode of Roots of Sabbath, where if you can guess from the title, you're probably thinking we're going to spend some time talking about the law today. But you might be a little surprised. And that's the end of the reel. I always like to end those on a cliffhanger. So that way people have to come listen to the show. I actually had a comment once on a reel from somebody who said, oh man, I thought you were going to tell us the rest of this thing now. No, got to come listen to the show. You you people who listen to the show, you're you're the real ones. You're the real ones here. You know what's up. You tune in week after week. And in this case, twice in a week. Because right now we're doing a new series called Roots of Sabbath, where we're looking at finding a healthier, biblical, historic understanding of what is Sabbath, and how do we properly implement that into our lives. And we're doing episodes every Tuesday and Saturday for that. Thanks to all of you who have once again broken the downloads goal. Thank you so much for doing that. Thank you for all of the love and support that you all have given to the show. So if you've missed the last two episodes, I encourage you to go back and check them out for yourself. But just by way of quick recap, we started this off by talking about what is Sabbath. And honestly, week after week, episode after episode, we're going to keep coming back to this question of what is Sabbath? What is Sabbath? And we talked about three core things that is that needs to be in place in order to have proper Sabbath rest. And then on Saturday, this past Saturday on the show, we talked about our relationship to time and how we need to have a healthier relationship with time and how Sabbath helps us find that healthier relationship. Today, Like I said, you may guess from the title of this episode that we're going to be dealing with the law, because um, (laughs) today we're going to be talking about how you need to remember the Sabbath day or else. For those of you who watched uh, Fairly Odd Parents, I think there was an episode where Timmy's dad kept saying, or else, like over and over again for some reason. I don't remember. I don't even remember what was going on. I just remember that part. So when you read the title, it's Remember the Sabbath day or else. But the thing is, we're not actually going to be talking about the law itself. We're going to be talking about this is still going to be a cautionary tale. This episode is still a cautionary tale talking about what happens when we don't observe a Sabbath day of rest outside of the law. We all have a general understanding 
of how the law worked under Israel. And besides, as New Testament Christians, we are no, no longer under the law. We are free. We are set free from the law in Jesus Christ. So we're not going to talk about blessings and curses and all that, but we are going to talk about what happens when we when we continue to live a life that does not observe a healthy biblical historical view of Sabbath rest. And in order to do that, let's start off with what it communicates when you don't rest. We talked about last episode a little bit how part of taking a Sabbath rest goes back to showing our dependence on God as provider. When we choose to not work for one day, that is a sign of our dependence. So there is there is that aspect coming in to this episode. But a lot of what we're going to talk about today goes back to our identity. Let's think about that word for a second. Remember. Remember who you are. Never will I be able to do a voice that good. Um, James Earl Jones, you're the best. Um, I think that, yes, sorry. I don't know. I'm off on a tangent. Long story short, didn't watch The Lion King a lot growing up. But yeah, that pretty Mufasa, that's James Earl Jones, right? Yes, yes, it is. 100% not editing any of this out. Someone will be laughing by the end of this. Anyway, let's talk about that word remember, because I think the word remember here in the command is more than just a, hey, don't forget to take a day off. There is an identity linked to taking a Sabbath day. Again, we talked about this in the last episode that has a Doctor Who reference in the title about how Israel was in a state of slavery for hundreds of years. They come out of their slavery and they are then ushered into this new way of life under the rule of Yahweh. And one of the commands is work six days. You you do continue to work six days, but you do get a day off. You will rest. And part of the reason why Israel was to rest was to help them remember the time when they weren't allowed to rest. Because in slavery, they didn't get time off. They didn't get to observe very many holy days. They were constantly working at the grind. So six days out of the week, they were to still work. But on this one day of rest, this was a reminder to them of what they had come from. Now you jump forward to the New Testament. Jesus, who declares himself to be the fulfillment of the Sabbath. For us as New Testament Christians, then, in Jesus, we have a reminder as him is the ultimate form of Sabbath, come unto me, all you who are burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Sorry, that was a bit of the King James and a bit of something else. Come unto me, all you who are burdened and heavy laden, I will give you rest. Jesus being the ultimate fulfillment of the Sabbath, when we rest in him, it also serves as a reminder of the slavery to sin that we were brought out of. Like Paul writes about how we are no longer slaves to sin, but slaves to righteousness. We have been bought with a price. We are now part of a new 
kingdom under the rule of King Jesus. So to not observe a Sabbath day, we are forgetting what God has done for Israel, has done for me, has done for probably you listening, and will continue to do for people setting captives free and giving them an opportunity to have a reminder of what they were brought from. Another reason why it is important to keep a Sabbath day and what it communicates when you don't observe a Sabbath day. Again, kind of going back to this whole God is provider aspect is that when you are constantly working, if you work constantly your identity is found first in your work. It is there it is obvious in scripture that it is biblical to work. It will come up often. You go to the Proverbs, there's all these warnings against being slothful. Paul continued in his tent making so that way he could um and partially continue to support himself as he went into ministry fields like there was a financial situation there and then obviously all the way back in at the beginning adam is told to work the garden but again all the way back at the beginning in creation god worked and then stopped he ceased he found the fullness of his work in the seventh day if, if our identity was to be found in the work that we do, then we would not have a Sabbath day. If God wanted us to find our identity in the work that we do, he would not have said, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy, keep it sacred and separate. Your identity is not in your work. And I really want to communicate re- that right now to all of the, specifically to all of the, you listening who are content creators, to all of you who are professional side hustlers, you know, with like uh, Uber Eats and Uber and Lyft. You do all, you know, um, almost said go-karts not go-karts, the Instacart, Instacart, Mario Kart, Instacart. Yeah, if you do all of those things, because though content creating, doing those side hustles, I know there's a better term for it. I can't think of what it is right now. But with those types of professions, and they are professions, I, I am a content creator. When you have those professions, it is very easy to constantly be sucked into doing it. At least when you have a nine to five job, when you punch out, you can choose to compartmentalize it, keep it at the office, keep it at the store, keep it at the restaurant, and you go home. Some people don't have that luxury. So if that's you, also tune into this. But a lot of people, when you clock out, you're done. For those of us in the content creator world, for those of us in the professional ministry world, I think you you all get included in this as well, pastors potentially listening to this. There is very little divide between work and time away from work when you're doing Instacart, 
when you're make when part of your profession depends upon social media posting. You can always be working. And the problem is you can always be working. And I know that sounds like a, you know, one of those cliche things that Christians say, but seriously, there will never not be work to do. I get caught in this existential crisis all the time. There is never not something that needs to be done, especially now that I have a baby who I'm a stay at home dad. Now that I have a baby, I have I'm like constrained sometimes. You know, if he's teething and absolutely miserable, I'm holding him for the majority of the day trying to calm him down. In the meantime, dishes are piling up, floors aren't being swept, you know, groceries aren't being shopped, contents not being created. There's always going to be work to do. And if you're going to work so that way you can rest, you're going to always work because you're going to always find something to do. Your identity is not found in the work. Your constant hustling is not biblical. It's not biblical. It is biblical to work. It is biblical to do your work to the glory of God. It is not biblical to always be working. But when you don't observe a Sabbath rest, when you don't set healthy boundaries even on when you're done working for the day, for those of us who kind of have more fluid office hours, when you don't set those boundaries, when you don't have that day off, then you are your work. That's all that you are. And you're not. You are not just the sum of your work. Your identity is found in a God, in the God who has set you free from the slavery of sin and from finding your identity and how the world seeks to define you. The world is seeking to define you by your productivity by what you can do. And to an extent, I am preaching to myself right now because I'm a very productive-oriented person, getting-stuff-done-oriented person. We have to stop. We have to rest. We have to set those parameters. Remember the Sabbath day, or else. Or else hurry is going to kill you. This is similar to what we just got done talking about, about how if you are constantly working, you are going to just find your identity, the sum of who you are and what you do. It is of the professor of this class, his persuasion and the persuasion of other people that um, I forgot the name of the book that he referenced. I should have written it down. Um, but it is of his persuasion that hurry, to hurry through things, to constantly be working, that is unbiblical. That is killing us. To put it another way, wizards are never early, nor are they late. They arrive precisely when they intend to. That is truly 
the mentality that I think we should have when it comes to getting work done. Should we procrastinate and be slothful? No. Am I putting off doing homework right now? Yeah, kind of. But should we rush and hurry from one task to the next? Should we be rushing around through life? No. And taking a Sabbath rest prevents us from rushing, from hurrying. It is a day of peace. It is a day of reflection. It is a day to say, I could do this work, but I am choosing not to. I could be posting. I am choosing not to. When you don't remember the Sabbath day, and you don't keep it sacred, you're going to live a life of hurry and hustle and bustle and constantly going and constantly rushing from one thing to the next. But again, when you set those boundaries, when you set this time aside to rest in Jesus, when you have these boundaries, then you can find rest for your soul and you can kick against the grain. I did not anticipate when I found out about this class and Claire and I decided to take it and then I was like, yeah, I'll turn this into a month of content. I did not anticipate this to be so anti-cultural, so anti-cultural, but it is. I mean, it makes sense when you actually slow down to think about it because we hurry too much. When you, we actually slow down to think about it, it does make sense. This is truly one of the um, this is truly one of the ways that we can very, very much so separate ourselves from the rest of the world or separate ourselves. You know, a lot of you listening to the show are here in America. I'm not sure exactly how other cultures around the world listening to this show, how you would fit into this. But for us here in America, like we really kick against the grain if we try to observe the Sabbath this way. Because here in America, your value is determined by your productivity. Your worth is what you do, what you can create, what you can sustain, how much you can get done. Our calendars are constantly full of things. Sometimes I look at my calendar and think, I can put more stuff on my calendar. There's nothing going on this week. But what we find is that when we slow down and don't hurry and we set this day aside to remember and reflect, to be mindful, to seek Jesus and his healing and his peace, we are being salt and light. Can you imagine taking a day off in a healthy biblical way is being salt and light. Isn't God so good and gracious? He has given us a way to stop, to set up boundaries, to set up parameters, to say, no, thank you. I will not be working today. And that is part of how we reflect his image. That is part of how we stand out in the culture. 
is by taking a day off. Like, why is this so hard? Why is this revolutionary to think about? It really shows how deeply ingrained the Christian nationalistic thinking is and how pervasive and how it it reflects in us in so many different ways. So remember the Sabbath day or else, or else you will find your worth and identity in what you do. You will constantly be hurrying from one thing to the next. You will constantly find more work to do and you will never rest. Or you could remember the Sabbath day. You could take a day off to the glory of God to find peace, to find healing, to find joy, and to be reminded of your true identity, of who you are in Jesus. Man, I'm like so fired up right now. I almost said, let's pray, like as if I'm preaching a sermon right now. Some of you out there, you would define this as preaching. You know, maybe it was, maybe it was a sermon. Maybe this is a little bit of preachy. Anyway, well, let's start wrapping this episode up. Thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review it wherever you listen to your shows. Honestly, I don't care how many stars you give it. Just rate and review it. Work that algorithm, baby. And share the episode with a friend that you think that you that would get some enjoyment out of it. I, uh, I appreciate those of you who shared the last episode. Doctor Who references are apparently the right way to get episodes out there. I should have I should have titled this. Oh man, I should have titled this uh that Lord of the Rings reference, but I already did the yeah. Anyway. Anyway, share it with someone that you think might get something out of it. And as always, go down to the description of this episode to find links to all of the important things like the MSL website shop. Remember, there's a month-long sale going on over at the MSL shop. Use promo code THANK YOU, all one word, all uppercase. I think there's a banner up on the website as well to get a discount at checkout. If you ever have any questions, feel free to shoot them my way at email seminarylife at gmail.com. Email seminarylife at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next. No, wait. This is a Tuesday episode. So we'll be back on Saturday. Um, Saturday? Yes, we'll be back on Saturday, which means I sometime next week, Claire will be on the show to talk about what she has been learning in the class. And uh, I'm pretty sure the next lecture is going to be a little bit more a little bit more tangible. We have been talking still very broadly about what Sabbath looks like, what how it defines who, you know, how it defines who we are when we don't take a Sabbath day. I believe the next couple episodes are going to be a little bit more tangible things that we can be doing. Um, but until then, remember, theology is for everyone. So keep on studying. Thank you.